Kaf Gimel Amud Beis. Right now, can you see where the lines get wide? Kaf Gimel Amud Beis. Yeah. Where the lines get wide. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines below where it starts getting wide. Ihochi at the back, yeah. Laikasha. Kanik Dalim Kanik Tanim. The next line. Hello Idibi Idibi Dalim Laikasha Hobbe Ish Hobbe Isho. Yeah. That's where we're up to. Ihochi. Okay? I just. Yeah, sorry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just. Well, I haven't done actually actual research. But let, let's just remind ourselves, because we're really in the middle of a sugya, so I, you know, we've got to cut, bring it up to speed. The, there was a brisa which we had as follows: Something I allowed for you in one situation, I forbade you in another situation. And Rashi says, that, "What does that mean? Something which I allowed you in a basakite kavua, i.e., in a basakite kavua." Let's remind ourselves: a basakite kavua is where there's excrement lying in the olden days there in the field there was excrement lying around so I allowed you to take its filling into there or I forbade you to take them in there in other words where you're just doing meraglaim alright where you're just urinating right so we so we said so what we wanted to say was that refers to the filling and so the Gemara says that it's nothing to do with tefillin. It's to do with how much you can expose of your body when you're on the toilet. And we came to the final conclusion that we're talking about... Uh, there were two different, uh, two different prices which contradicted each other. Right? Then so we answered, Hobbe ish, Hobbe ishot. The brisa which allows you to expose a tefach in the back and also in addition to tefachim in the front is talking with a man right whereas the brayser which allows exposing only a tefach in the back is dealing with a woman because a man's got to expose himself even in front while he is making gedolim defecating because the exertion of moving his bowels will cause him to urinate as well Oh, so a woman, a woman. Yes, so that the Gemara said, where we say Zavorim She Tati Lachokan or Tati Lachokan, it doesn't say what we're talking about. So at the beginning, we wanted to say it's about Tfilin. So then the Gemara says, no, that's not talking about Tfilin at all. It's talking about a Tefach and Tfachayim, etc., with a man and a woman. That, it wouldn't make sense to talk about Tfilin. It wouldn't make sense. You know, how the more switches to urination. Yeah, women, right? yeah, yeah. They must have had some tradition that that. See, there was Bryce, all the Bryce said was the or Tati but it doesn't say what it's about. So they must have had a t- tradition that that particular Bryce does not refer to filling, but it refers to how much you can expose yourself to Tefach in, in, when, when you go to the base of Kisse. So it's not based on No, I know. Kitanya Ahi. Regarding, wh- what, regarding when was that Bryce taught? In other words, they must have had, when the Bryce was taught in the base of Medrash, it must have been about that. And then there was a tradition which went down to say that that Bryce refers to um, Tevach and Tzvachayim. And we're talking about Gedalim, yeah. right? And we're talking about, any case, the, the, the bottom line is it's got nothing to do with Tefillin. Because we, we wanted to know. What? Because it didn't make sense it was taken back to. No, 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 nothing to do with that. No. It's to do with the fact 
that they had a tradition that this brisa was nothing to do with tefillin, but it was to do with tefach and tefachayim. Yeah, yeah. So therefore you can't bring any proofs about tefillin, yeah. because it's nothing to do with that. So now, now, now let's go start with the Gemara of Ihochi. Oh, exactly. So you'll see in a minute, exactly. The Gemara will say. Ihochi. Show me where Ihochi is, yeah? There's eight lines down from where it gets wide. It's the last four words. There's a little letter in front of it. Ihochi, yeah? Ihochi. If so, that the brisa which says something that I allow you here, I disallow you there, etc., we're talking about the situation about a man as opposed to a woman, the i.e. with a man you're allowed to expose two tzvachim in front, with a woman you're not. That also doesn't make sense. Why? Because Hodiktoni Allah, regarding the previous brisa which said, that brisa ends with the following words. This is a Kalvachimer that cannot be disproved. Right? Says the Gemara, my anal of chuva. What does it mean you can't disprove it? It's a natural way of relieving yourself. A man needs to reveal himself in front as a woman doesn't. Where does the Kalvachimer come into it? Or Kalvachimer She'en Alav Tshuva? Nothing to do with it. So in other words, because we had these words, this is a Kalvachimer She'en Alav Tshuva, you must say it, it can't have anything to do with going to, the, to, to be excused. Right? Because Kalvachimer She'en Alav Tshuva would only apply if it's regarding Tfilin. If it's regarding Tfilin, then you can say there's a Kalvachim, if you're already allowed to go into Besakisei Kavua with your Tfilin, certainly how much more so can you go into Besakisei Ah, it fits in very well with Tfilin. But if you're talking about how much a person can expose himself, which is based purely on practical matters that a man needs to relieve himself, etc., and a woman doesn't, it's nothing to do with Kalvachim or Tshuva or anything like that. That's right. So, ah, so so carries on the Gemara, El Alav Tfilin. We've got to come back and say, and when we say it does apply to tefillin it does apply to tefillin right and, and, and namely and namely therefore when coming back to since we learned the Kavua you can go in holding tefillin certainly you can go them into alright and it's a tiyufta it's a question against Rav in the name of Rav Sheshet he said, only Beis Shammai allow it. We learnt last week, we proved that it was Beis Hillel as well. Yeah. But nevertheless, Mikol Motan Kasha. Nevertheless, we've still got a Kasha. Okay, right. We've agreed that he refers to Tfilin. But this, we've still got this Kasha. We've got this Kavachimah. Why is it that in a Beis HaKisei Kavua you are allowed to go with Tefillin whereas a Beis HaKisei Ari you're not? Why? Why should it be? This is Takara Kavachimah. Mikom HaKaim Kasha. Nevertheless it's a Kasha. Has to Beis HaKisei Kavua. Sorry. If it's allowed to take your Tefillin into a Beis HaKisei Kavua. Beis HaKisei Ari Lakol Shukain. How much more so? So why do we say you're not allowed to go into a Beis HaKisei Ari? Answer the Gemara. This is what the Bryce meant to say. There's a reason behind it. If you're talking in a base where you relieve a base where you relieve yourself while you're sitting down, 
and therefore there are no droplets of urine which fall onto your feet which need to be wiped off afterwards. Yeah. We'll see in a minute what this is all about. Shori yeah. therefore Beis Hillel allowed taking Tefillin and holding them. However, in a Beisakite Arai, where you excuse yourself while you're standing up, yeah. and therefore there sometimes will be drops of urine must be wiped off the feet, Hillel forbid taking them to fill in and holding them. Why? Because you need to keep your hand free to wipe mm-hmm. off the nitrosis. It's just a practical reason. Mm-hmm. In other words, normally, normally he would say, yes, you are allowed to take it into a Besakise um, Arai. Yes. But the only reason why you can't take it into a Besakise mm-hmm. Arai is because you need a practical reason. You need your hand free. Now, what is this? N- yeah. They clean the, the, the way the urine with the hand. With the hand. No, with the hand. With the hand. So, so the point is like this. What is this, this clearing away your urine? What is this all about? It seems to be very important. The answer is as follows. That the reason why when urine splashes onto somebody's feet, he's got to immediately wipe it off, because otherwise people will suspect he's something called a kruschofro. We've got this in Pasuk, you say, say. Khrushchev means, literal translation means, his organ is cut. What that means is a person who's a Khrushchev means, his, his, when he goes to be excused, it won't arch in the normal way when he urinates, but it will go straight down. Right? It will go straight yeah, down yeah, yeah. onto his... Sorry, just my pen Right. Now, yes. such a person who is a Khrushchev, yeah, such a person who is a Khrushchev also cannot have children. Therefore, if he's got any children, people will suspect that it's from another man, right, that his wife had from another man, and therefore these children are mamzerim. That is why it's so important to wipe away these droplets. Why should people think that? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. It's so far-fetched. I mean, you... Well... Uh, people know if it's when children are adopted. Yeah, yeah. First of all, is it... Is, is, is it I mean, uh, more assessive, let's just accept it. Is it a, a physiological fact then that someone with this particular neurological condition can't... Yes, yes, that is her. But I mean, you can ask another question. It could be that he had children... Uh, five years ago, when he wasn't a Khrushchev, he's only become a Khrushchev now. But Khazal went to very far extremes in order that people, because if you've got Layova Mamza Bikal Hashem, right? If there's any suspicion that the children of Mamzerim is going to make it so hard for the children even to marry another Yid, right? They can only marry people of their own thought. And Mamzerim, therefore, they went to that far to say, you must immediately wipe it off so that there should be no suspicion that you are Khrushchev. Well, yeah, no, 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 but it means because if he doesn't wipe it off, then he'll go out into the street oh, yeah. and the drops, people will see the drops on his shoe and they will suspect. So, any case, that's the important, that's the reason why Chazal said you've got to wipe it off. And therefore, it's only a practical reason why they say, because it's basically they could, well, you're allowed to go in, we said last week, why? Because at the beginning they used to put you, remember, in the hole, in the wall, facing the field, but that was no good because the mice used to come and take it. Then they used to put it on the outside of the wall, and then people, people uh, would come and take it. So in all, it's so important to keep the tefillin safe, you're allowed to walk in the Besakise Kabua. 
So, what about a base of Kisei Arai? Also, normally you'd allow to be taken in it, but because of this extra din of Nisaitis, that means the splashing onto the shoes, which is so important to take off because people might suspect, of course, Shofcha, the children are playing etc. They said you must keep your hands free so that you can wipe it off, and therefore you shouldn't go in with your tefillin. But you can crouch in a temporary... Or you can say something else. You could hold your tefillin with one hand and wipe with the other hand. Yeah. But... Uh, you know, to make it easy as possible that you can wipe it off straight away, they said, don't go in with the tefillin. It raises a, a, a real problem that in the sense that I think it raises a problem. I understand that the more a sense of adult sensitivity to people thinking that somebody has been slandered as a mumsy, yeah? Yeah. It's a bit extreme, but I can understand how they're very sensitive. Yeah. Them, yeah. But on the other hand, the other end is it's very often very often because of hashash I mean like we had an extreme case like this woman who was a designer who took the fillin and went and he he jumped off on on the roof but how often would such a thing occur that a harlot would walk into the yeshiva with a pair of fillin and say this is what this man gave me for doing zanus with him exactly so Chazal always you know suspected the worst so to say you know, you, you're right. It, uh, it, uh, how often would it happen that people should say that? But, you know, just in case they would say that, there would be some people who would say that. Therefore, Chazal said you've got to wipe it off straight away so that pe- people, there should be no suspicion whatsoever. Yeah. Okay? So says the Gemara, Ihochi am I en lob We said that the Bryce ends off and says, this is a Kalvachimer. Ihochi, it's uh, got it. At the beginning of the line. Ihochi, my ain't a sugar. If so, you've got a very valid reason why you can't go into a base like Kisei Arai because of the because of the drippings on the We said before this is a Kalvachimer which you cannot disprove. It's such a strong Kalvachimer. If already you can go into a base like Kisei Kavua, certainly you should be able to go into base like Kisei Arai. But now that you've explained it beautifully, that the reason is because of your droppings, because uh, you, you might, uh, some Raglan might go on your feet. Why ain't a lot of children? Why can you not disprove it? It's a very, very good answer to why that Kalvachimer doesn't work. Right? A Shiva says the Gemara Shivam Aliasihi. It's a very, very good answer. Yeah, yeah. This is Hokika Omar. This is what the Tana is saying. Whole milts of taste laboratorious timer. If you explain the reasoning behind the rules, then it's fine. But a taste of Kalvachima. You cannot learn it out from a Kalvachima. Meaning like this. If you just don't go into the reasoning of it but you just ask as a Kalvachayma and you say, if already it's allowed in a Beis HaKisei Kavua, certainly should be allowed in a Beis HaKisei Arai, that's a very strong question and there's no, you can't just prove it. If you go into the reasoning behind it as we have because of the Tzitzas, because of the dripping, then, then that's okay. It's, in other words, you go along, so what do we mean by this is a Kalvachayma She'enel of Tshuva? We didn't mean that there's no answer to it at all. We meant if you approach it purely as a Kalvachimer, it's a strong Kalvachimer. Why not? 
However, once you go to Torah's timer, says the Gemara, in other words, you explain the reasoning behind it, well, the, the reason why you can't go into a base like say, Arai is because you need your hand free, then that's okay, then it's something which we can understand very well. Okay. Ton Rabbonon. Something new. Haroit Telekonis Lesudas Keva. Somebody wants to go into a Sudas Keva. I mean, it's a formal meal where you know you're going to be sitting down for a while and you may need to go to the toilet in the middle and you're, you want to avoid the embarrassment uh, of, of having to, to get everyone to stand up to go during the meal. Then how do you sort of bring yourself out that you should relieve yourself now? This is interesting. I don't know whether, the, whether if, if you tell the Weight Watchers this now, whether it will work. I went to Slimming World this morning. I did not tell them about this. <laughs> you should either walk ten times short walks of four amas each, or four times short walks of ten amas. Both mean you walk 40 amas in total, which is not very, very much. An amma is about, about two foot. It's nothing. It's 80 foot. It's nothing. Right? The opponent, and then you can relieve yourself, and then you go into the meal. Because the point is like this, Rashi explains that after each walk, you should try and relieve yourself. In other words, say the one who says you walk ten times, four to him, you walk four to him, was it four to him or four yards? Um, so you walk, you walk four amas and you try. Exactly, exactly. He says the walk, yeah, that brings the waist down, right, so to where, where you can be excused. But, you know, as you say, it, it does sound strange because you walk four hours, nothing from me to the table is four hours. What's that going to do? But, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, you can try it. Omar Rab Yitzchot. This is a Sudas Keva. Somebody who goes into a formal meal, he should first take off his tefillin and then go in and eat. The reason Rashi explains, the reason is because he might become shikha, he might become drunk during the meal, and therefore that's not very nice, not covered for while, while he's wearing tefillin. So you take them off. Also, why, is, I mean, is Rashi mentioned that, that alternatively, becoming shikha, you might fall asleep from the... Yes, 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 it says that, yes, oh, it does say that. Well. Yes. Oh, good. Yes? I think, I yes, I think, there's a kiss, uh, one minute, I think I did, did see that some, somewhere, yes, uh, uh, one minute, no, we've done that, if he's gone a bit of a no, sorry, Rashi just says you might become shicker, okay, or and he's he's machlokus with Ravchia. So on Ravchia, manich al shulchana, you put them on the table where you're eating, and that's the proper way to do it. So in other words, the machlokus is they both agree you've got to take your tefillin off. The only argument is one says you leave them outside, and one says you can leave them on the table where you're eating. Vad Amos, until well must the tefillin be kept off, on Ramnach by Yitzchak, Adzman Brocha, until the Birch of the Mosin. Once you get the Birch of the Mosin, you can put the tefillin back on. They will fill in all day, yeah. Do we, in terms of historical knowledge, mm -hmm. was it only the select few who were very pious who walked fill in all day, or did the rank and file wear to fill in all day? A farmer can't walk in bed to wear to fill in? No, I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. And anyone generally who was working, you would have thought that fill in would, get, would possibly get in the way. Exactly, 
I think it was only people. I, I don't know the answer to that, but logic yes. we would tell you yeah. that it was only special people who did that. Yes. Yeah. You know, that it's interesting. They say it, it, in in the in the Mahaba, in the Shulchan Aruch it says that only uh, talking about wearing Rabbeinu Tam tefillin, yes. right? Because the difference in Russian and Rabbeinu Tam is that the 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 the, the um, parchment, which is the thing, is yeah, it, it's sort of different order, etc. So uh, it says you should only wear Rabbeinu's Hamsfilin if you're Mufusam Bitsid guy. You're well known as a Tzaddik. Right? Well, no person's going to say they are well known as a Tzaddik. But, thing, but nowadays you find, certainly amongst the Hasidim, every Tom, Dick, and Harry puts on Rabbeinu's Hamsfilin. They're quickly, you know, in the middle of Shemad Khazar or Sashat and all the rest of it. Sort of thing. Yeah, some do as well. Yeah, but, but you know. It, it's not really supposed to be put on by, so, so I presume as well, with a fit in there as well. Yeah, in Shulchan Aruch it says that. Before some single, but you know, but, you know, but somebody once it was a, somebody once came late to shul, and um, he was looking for his tefillin. He couldn't find his tefillin, so, uh, so he saw some tefillin lying there. So he wanted to take it. So somebody says, "No, no you can't take that. That's Rabbeinu Tam's tefillin." <laughs> He said, "Bis er kommt, bin ich schon lang fertig. Till he comes, I'm long finished, my darling." Right. So we said like this. So let's go weiter. Tana Choda. We learnt in one brighter. Tzara Adon Tfilov in Ma'asov Ba'af Rak Susai. A person may wrap his tefillin together with his money in his hanky. Now, what Rashi explains here is as follows. It doesn't mean literally that you can put tefillin with money together in a hanky, right? What it means is you wrap the money in one corner of the handkerchief, you tie a knot over it, and then you wrap the tefillin in another corner and you tie a knot over that. It doesn't mean you can just dump it all in and think, because that's not a respect for the tefillin to have tefillin and money together. But you can put both tefillin and money um, in, in this uh, sort of handkerchief type of thing, but Tani Idoch, when we learnt another bride, so loyot, so you can't. So it seems to be a stira, it's a sort of a contradiction of two brides. And so the Gemara, hard like Kasha, it's not a problem. Hoda Azmane, Hoda Light Azmane. The later bride, uh, which says that wrapping money together with tefillin you can't do, that's a case where you designated this, this, this handkerchief for the purpose of holding tefillin. Once you've designated, you've set it aside, and you've said this should be for tefillin, right? Therefore, you can't put money in it, even if you tie it on a separate knot. Hold on, where's the first price which allows you to wrap money together with the tefillin? That's talking about a case where you didn't designate the handkerchief for the purpose of holding tefillin. The Omer of because Rav Chisra says, if you've got a tefillin scarf, he calls it. I mean, that's, uh, you know, any sort of anything that holds tefillin, and that was designated for the purpose of wrapping tefillin in it, then if you actually did wrap the tefillin in it, also the mason pshita, you can't then put, put coins in it, right? Because this scarf is now considered bottled to the tefillin, since you decide it's going to be for the tefillin. What happens is Azmaneva Lot Sorbe, but if you designated for wrapping tefillin, but you didn't yet wrap the tefillin in it, or Sorbe Velay Azmane, or you wrap the tefillin in it, but you didn't first designate it for that purpose, Shari you are allowed to wrap the the money in it. 
Well, Abaya is Omar Zvona Milfi, but according to Abaya, who says if you designate something, it's, that's very important, then the rule is Azmane. If you designated this scarf for the purpose of putting tefillin in it, even if he didn't actually put the tefillin in it, he cannot use it for money. Right? Because Azmane is the important thing. Azmane means he's designated for it. And, and since um, a buyer holds the Hasmon and Milfi, which means once you designate it something, it has the significance of actually of the Kedusha of tefillin, then you can't buy, even though you haven't put the tefillin in yet, you cannot put coins in. So, yeah. No, it's a whole of shaft. It's a whole of shaft. Has mono milter he or not? Has mono ain't a milter. That means if you just designate something, but before you've actually done it, does that give it the kedusha or not? So a buyer whole has mono milter, and therefore he says, if you've got this bag which you've decided I'm going to use this bag for tefillin then even though you haven't yet put the tefillin in, ever at yes, all, yes. nevertheless you can't put coins in it. Because what... Can you change your mind? Can you, can you change your mind? Let's say you did a bad X, yeah? Yeah. For, for holding holy objects, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But then you know, I, no, I, I've changed my mind. I don't know, is it, would, you, would it still... Is it permanent? I don't know, yeah. I don't know whether you can change your mind or something like that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, it's like with, with, with the carbonas, you mactish an animal, the thing can you then say can you change it well in certain cases you can redeem it etc etc by another I don't know I don't know whether you can do that but here we're talking about a, a normal case where a person decided it is for tefillin yes. then the chedish is even though he hasn't yet put the tefillin in yes. but since we say hasmon and milfahi therefore once you've decided it's going to be for tefillin that's enough that you can't put coins in it mm-hmm. and sorbe if he did wrap in tefillin just on its own, then it depends. E Alzmanay offer. If you had before that designated it for use with fill in, then you can't put coins in it. If he hadn't designated it, then he can put coins in it. In other words, even though the is even though he's put even though he's put the filling in it, yes. but since he had not designated before for filling, yes. right? Therefore he he can put coins in it. The opposite Yeah. Before they, he put the tefillin in. Yeah, before he put the tefillin in, yeah. So he says, if he had, even, he, or even if he had put tefillin in, but since he hasn't, he hadn't designated it for tefillin, therefore you can put coins in. In other words, he just decided, he found a bag handy, and he said, right, okay, I'll put my tefillin in. But he hadn't before designated, said, that bag, I want it to be for my tefillin. Right? Then, if he just took it, even if he put the tefillin in, but since he hadn't designated it for tefillin, he can put coins in it. In the case of talisman tefillin, yeah, we have separate bags. Yeah. But in, I'm just thinking, I've obviously, the talisman doesn't have the kedusha of tefillin. Yeah, yes. But in theory, could you have the same bag for books? I think so, yes. Yes, because, because you see, here, it's a lack of covers, it's a disrespect yeah. to put money in together with tefillin. Right. But where you've got both Tashmisha and Kedusha, even, even though they might be on different levels, yes. uh, I, I don't think, I, I can't see that there would be any problem. I don't know, I can't say for definite. Take into consideration that you can go into the Kedusha with the tefillin. So this discussion here about money and tefillin, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but the reason the reason why you can go into Beis Hakisse is not really they weren't pleased. The Chazal weren't pleased that you know that you can go to Chatzchila and thing. But they're saying there's no other way out. You've got no alternative because you can't put it in the wall because it, it, it might, and you can't put it in the other wall because people will take it. So therefore, in order to make sure your tefillin don't get lost or damaged or stolen. Therefore, you've got no alternative, you've got no choice, you have to take it in. Today. Over here, Today. with money, you've got a choice. Yeah. You, you don't have to put the money in there, you put your money in your pocket. Today, Hazar was with a very different definition of where. I mean, obviously, we said there was no alternative at that time. Yeah. So today, they'd have a very different view. They probably wouldn't allow it, would they? If today, what? If you wore to film all day, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't be allowed to take to the toilet because we've got... Yes, yeah, of course, yeah. If you've got a place where you know you can put it in it's safe, no problem at all. No problem at all. Bomina Rabyosa Braid Rav Nachunya Rav Yehuda. Rav Yosa the son of Rav Nachunya and quite a Rav Yehuda as follows. Mahu Sheyaniach Odom Tfila Tachas Mrashov. What is a din where the person can put his tfillin under his head when he goes to sleep? Tachas Magalazula Kami Boyli. I'm not asking about putting tefillin under your feet. That's certainly forbidden. Because there you're treating them in a disgraceful manner. So you can see this answers your question, Leo. I mean, you're saying if you take it in the toilet, why can't you put it under your feet? Because you can put it somewhere else, somewhere on the side. Kikomavoyli, what do I inquire about? Under his head. My, what's it in? Omalei, Setra of Yosef, son of Ramnachon. This is what Shmuel says. Mutza, Apilo, Ishta, Imai. It's allowed to put it under your head even if your wife is with him. Meaning, even though there's a possibility oh, that you might have tashmish, you might, be, you might have relations with your wife, nevertheless, you can leave the tefillin under your pillow, etc. You can do. We'll see in a minute sort of how this works out. Most yeah, of it. Just, the Gemara, we have got now the... the they didn't have the cover at all at that time. That's what we are talking. The whole city here, we have got... Uh, in a bag, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not bags, the 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 hoops. Oh, you mean the boxes? The boxes. Yeah, yeah, boxes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. We don't know that, do we? No, no, no. There's not national from the whole city here. No, it's probably a new, a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we'll see. Mates of eight. There are the and Shmuel. It says as follows, from the following brighter. A person could not put his tefillin under his feet. It's a disgrace, it's a disgrace, it's disrespectful to do that. But you can put them under your head. However, but if his wife is with him, then it's forbidden to put it under your head because there might be a chance that you will have relations with your wife and therefore it's not a respect to have your tefillin there underneath, underneath the pillow. One, 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 one sec, one sec. Let me just go a little bit further. So, so what do we see from that? There's two brises which contradict each other. What Shmuel said, it's allowed even if your wife is there. And this brise says, no, if your wife is there, it's awesome. If there was an area protruding from the bed near the head that's three to him higher than it, or three to him lower, then you can put the tefillin there even if your wife is with him. Because if you've got a ledge 
that it's three tzvachim higher or lower than the bed, it's not considered part of the bed surface. What were the beds like then? I'm trying to imagine. I, I, I well, they're all different types. Four poster beds and all the rest of it, sort of thing. Well, I, I, I don't know what exactly what sort of bed, how they look, but what he's saying is, yeah. if you've got it more than three tzvachim yeah. away from the bed, yeah. that's a considered a different area, so that's okay. But in any case, Tzyufta de Shmuel, this is a kasha on Shmuel, because he said you're allowed to put tefillin under your head even when your wife is with him. Yes. So Tzyufta, it's a question. So Omar Rava says, Rava, I forgot to tell you de Shmuel, even though it was a question on Shmuel, Helchazagabah say the halacha is like him, that you're allowed to put the tefillin even if your wife is there. My timer, what is the reason? Here, here, here's your answer. Whatever is done to protect them from loss is more worthwhile, it's more important to protect them from loss. They shouldn't be lost or stolen. Yeah. Verlieren. Right? It's more important than worrying about disrespect. Right? Now, the, the Mephoshim asked a very good uh, Akasha. We said like this, the brighter says, Vimhoisa Ishtar Imai Otho. That's what the brighter says. Yeah, the other one, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so how can rot now, the, the brighter is made by Tanoim. Oh, right? Yeah. So how can Omar Rava, Rava is an Amaira, how can he come along and say, the Halacha is like Shmuel? How can Amaira say the Halacha is like Shmuel? Right? Because Shmuel said, even if Ishtar Imai, it's okay. But that goes against the Bryson. So how can a, an, an Amira come along and say that Allah is not like what the Tana taught in the Bryson, that Allah is like, like Shmuel? How can he do that? Well, no, we only know about this one Bryson. Right? Oh, so the Panay Shua answers brilliantly. He says like this. He says, no, we also learned in a Bryson before on Kaf Gimel that as we said, somebody who wanted to go into the toilet, what did he have to do? He'd have to leave in, in the wall, yes. in the hole in the wall, yeah. right? But when they saw there was no alternative, what did they do? They said that spillage can be taken into the toilet, yes. right? Ah, if you take it, it's filling into the toilet, you're degrading the filling. Yes. Oh, so yes. we, saw, we saw that it is preferable, right, to degrade them then to lose them so, and that was a bright that was a bricer so, so therefore Arthur here as well the Tana is saying that but by putting tefillin under your pillow even when your wife is with, with you right and that's less degrading than taking them into a toilet is better than to leave them in an unguarded area so the answer is Robert wasn't just saying this from himself he was Tucker learning from a bricer which is also from Tanon which says you can take the fill into the toilet. If you can take the fill into the toilet in order to keep them safe, certainly you can put it under your pillow as well, even if your wife is there to keep it safe. Oh, we will see in a minute. That we, we, we have to finish now. But next week they will talk about exactly where it was put. Uh-huh. And it said they did have it. They put it between uh-huh. the mattress and the pillow, uh-huh. and it was kiss by kiss. So we'll uh-huh. see that. That we'll see uh-huh. next uh-huh. week. That we'll see next week. The next part says, "Vahecha manachlu." Exactly. Where did he put it? Wouldn't better houses have 